Hello and welcome to the Keto Man's Club podcast. We're glad you're here, where each week we talk about men's health and lifestyle. We do so with the foundation of the ketogenic diet and lifestyle. If you don't know what keto is, stick around and you'll find out. The podcast will bring you real honest fun. Each week we strive to uncover the tips and tricks that you can use in your everyday life to maximize your overall health and find the clearest path to becoming the best version of yourself that you were meant to be. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Keto Man's Club podcast. My name is Chris. I'm one of your hosts. And as always, I'm joined by Alberto and Jim. How's it going, guys? Fantastic. All good here. Very cool. Well, uh, let's dive right on in. Um, I, I'm going to start with the what's new because today I am excited to, to share my experience with the, the peanut butter chocolate keto brick. And it was amazing. It just, it, it was, you know, and, and the keto brick is a meal replacement uh, brick uh, for lack of better term, because really that's what it is. Um, and it's, it's straight on a thousand calories. Um, and this, you know, I love my peanut butter. So I was excited to see that they had this uh this particular flavor coming and so we we uh I, I picked up a week's worth and i'm very glad that i did this is by far my favorite uh favorite flavor so far where do you find these things chris I've, I've never had one so. oh that makes sense <laughs> yeah you, <laughs> yes you have to order them straight from from robert and and his gang um at the keto savage compound um and so i uh yeah i, I that's ketobrick.com um you can see all things keto Savage by going to ketosavage.com. Um, I wear his clothes. I have one of his uh, tum or uh, shaker uh, jugs that I that, that are stainless that uh, I can use to. I use that mainly for my electrolytes. It makes sure that they mix in well because otherwise it can uh, end up getting a little grainy uh, at the bottom. Um, but yeah, um, so I'm I'm a big fan of Robert, and it doesn't hurt that I get to work a little bit with him too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what else is new with you guys? Um, I am treating some coworkers tomorrow to Starbucks, and you know one of the things that I always see in uh, a lot of the beginner keto groups on Facebook and whatnot are is that repetitive question that is beating <laughs> the dead horse with a dead horse. What mm-hmm. can I have at Starbucks? Mm-hmm. So um, I posted to the group earlier today about um, you know I knew that they bull- I've never had a bulletproof coffee, a legit bulletproof coffee, and so I thought well I'll try this and see. But then uh, a couple of the members suggested some other things, so I'll be placing an order for something rather specific, I guess, from Starbucks tomorrow. And we'll we'll see how that goes. I think they suggested a nitro cold brew. You got it. Uh-huh. Yes, I, that's so foreign to me that I couldn't even like it now, Chris, because I had to write it down because I've never had a cold brew unless it's a beer. So this is a whole different <laughs> yeah. thing in my mind. Um, so uh, something about shots of sugar-free vanilla in there. Have a whipping cream. Uh, raw right, egg. Yeah. No, Alberto. <laughs> no, I, I love you, man, but there will not be a raw egg. This well, and, and a raw egg in cold brew would probably not go very well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I I can take a. A, a raw egg into a hot uh, a, a hot a fat you know a fat fatty coffee um, but I, I couldn't I couldn't do cold it, it would not mix it would not mix yeah well. probably yeah so I will I'll save that for a trip to Texas and we'll see how many raw eggs we can chug and I'll let you win that contest <laughs> by the way <laughs> you wouldn't even know it's in there <laughs> oh but mentally I would <laughs> <laughs> it'll be one of those things where I'll pour two mugs of coffee and I'll just hand you one and just stare at you <laughs> <laughs> no nope, two seconds. I'll never take a drink from Alberto. <laughs> never, <laughs> ever. <laughs> so that's my uh, story of the week. Alberto, how about you? 
A lot. You know, in my uh, typical trend of not preparing for anything, I decided to climb a mountain over the weekend. <laughs> so we drove eight hours to Big Ben, uh, camped at the, the Tice Chisos Basin, and then uh, woke up early in the morning and hiked uh, 5.3 miles up 2,700 feet to an, elevate, an elevation of just over 7,000 feet. Uh, that took about five hours to get up there, hung out for a few minutes, a couple high fives, and four hours to get down and t- for a total of a 10.6 mile hike for my first ever hike. I figured, you know, why start easy? Just kind of go for it and see what happens and nice. it was a, yeah it was an experience that's for damn sure <laughs> yeah well and the wildlife liked it too apparently oh yeah there's a you know there's a friendly deer we saw tarantula a bunch of lizards giant uh, centipedes and then a bear decided to join us in camp and eat from a tree 20 feet behind our tent so i don't know uh who scared who more if the bear scared me more or if i scared the bear more but we called it a draw we both went about our way <laughs> yeah it, luckily it was a bear cub and mama didn't show up so yeah um the mom and not showing up is probably the more important part of that factor, though. <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay. Well, yeah, that's uh, pretty cool. Let's di- dive right into our uh, to our shout outs real quick. Alberto, who do you have for us this week? I'm going to go with uh, member John Lyle. He, uh, I was working in El Paso also last week. I had a busy last week. And, uh, you know, put it out there on the group. You know, hey, I'll be in El Paso, blah, blah, blah. And he lives in, uh, in I think, about 60 miles away in New Mexico. And made the trek out, picked me up from the hotel, uh, saved me from hotel boredom. And we went out and got some steaks and pretty much had a great conversation and hung out. Man, that was awesome. He was a really cool guy. And now uh, we are mildly, through comments on Facebook, going to plan a hike uh, somewhere up in Colorado because apparently I'm good at this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some, for some reason, you, you get at pretty much anything physical. That's, that's really what I've noticed. <laughs> the yeah. key is not preparing because if you prepare and you practice, <laughs> then you're going to realize it might suck. <laughs> but if you don't prepare, you don't practice, you don't know how much it sucks till you get there. And once you're there, you may as well just keep going. <laughs> yeah, yep. pretty much. Pretty much. Well, I want to highlight um, the thread that was started by Austin Beck. Uh, he did a he got a, a Transformation Tuesday thread going, and it's it, 44 comments deep, and all sorts of folks have shared, including you, Alberto. Um, but mm-hmm. there's some really amazing uh, changes that these guys have have put themselves through, and uh, you can just tell they have regained their health. It's not about the weight; it's all about them regaining health. Most of them, they look happier, more you know, more satisfied. There's just a air about them that's just like yeah I did this and that's got to be such an excellent feeling so bravo to all of you guys but Austin thanks for starting us out on that thread <coughs> Jim how about you? Um, I want to uh, shout out to Trey Ethan so Trey has been in the group for a little while um, put up a photo or pair of photos yesterday um, asking the question is 52 year, 50 years old too old to go on a job interview and he has his before and after photos and he actually wrote that he had to go to a thrift store to get um, a new suit because nothing that he had actually fit. So yeah. big shout out, Trey, for making um, a big transformation. There's 20, 30 some comments in here. Um, I wish I had planned a little bit farther ahead. I think it's, a, I, I don't know how much weight in inches he's actually lost, but it's a, it's a remarkable transformation. So yeah. big shout out to him for uh, all the effort and everything. Absolutely. That that uh, suit that he was wearing was a very, very large amount smaller than yep. the uh, than the, the before picture that he was posting. Um, that, and it, it fit him very, very well, too. You know, It did. That's kind of you know part of that too. Is it, it looked really? So good that's a him. bigger win. What didn't he say? Because he went to a thrift store, right? So yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a bigger win. He actually found one that mm-hmm. fit. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, and that you know, funny stuff uh, like that. It, you know, I have more weight to lose. I'm you know, I don't, I don't hide that from anyone. But I'm a much smaller size. I've known for a little while that I've been able to wear 34s for the longest time. I and I shared this with the group at one at one point this this weekend. Uh, for the longest time, 
I could never find uh, things in the clearance rack because I was too large. I was just outside of that sweet spot for things that end up on the clearance rack. Then for a while, you know, okay, I could wear this this stuff on the, the... I am now on the other side of that. I went to... I hit up Walmart. I was looking for something else, but I was not really quite liking what I had on for Sunday morning service, and I just wasn't happy, and so I, I perused the Walmart, uh, you know, lane for something as a, a cheap replacement real quickly, and none of the stuff on the clearance rack was 34s. <laughs> and I'm going, uh, okay, this is new. Um, so it, it's it's kind of a crazy win to be on that other side that you you have more things available, like suits at thrift stores that are actually going to fit you and stuff, because, I, you know, I would have never had that before. Um, I've had to custom size things many times, actually, uh, for, for one thing or another. Uh, or either that or just pick things that I didn't like. I think we've all been there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, um, we have kept our guests waiting long enough, so let's go ahead and dive on in. Uh, we have Cody, is it Myler? I didn't ask earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Myler. Okay. We've got Cody Myler. He's um, a trainer. Um, he's keto. He has started an organization uh, that, that uh, when you pronounce it, it's NACA, uh, the National Athletic Keto Association. He started that this year. They have a competition coming up, which is going to be really cool to see. Uh, it's in Dallas, Texas. And he wanted to get, we wanted to get him on, uh, talk about that a little bit, talk about his story. Um, he's got his own keto podcast or his own fitness podcast um, uh, that he's talked with all the, the keto people uh, in the fitness uh, scope of things on and uh, and beyond that some. Um, and he's even uh, getting to speak uh, for uh, Allie Miller uh, for an event that she has here soon uh, in Dallas. So some really cool stuff going on for Cody. So Cody, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's let's start at the beginning. We always do that. Kind of <laughs> tell us a little bit about who you are, kind of where, you know, how you came up, maybe where you were raised and a little bit of background and what brought you up to the point of finding uh, finding the ketogenic way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I originally am sm- from a very small town uh, in Missouri called Fordland, Missouri. Graduated with like 48 people in my class. Um, basketball has always been my life. It was, it's my love. Uh, I went on and played college basketball at the D1 and D2 level. Um, and then during my sophomore year, which I'll come back and hit on this, but during my sophomore year, I found out I had a fractured back and uh, I was born with that called spondylosis. So I uh, had a medical red shirt, but I was able to continue. I actually played one year pro ball in the D League. And then I went and became a, uh, a college basketball coach. And that's what brought me to Texas. I was coaching at Jacksonville College in East Texas. Uh, I stayed there for three years. During my second year there, they also wanted me to become the, the head strength and conditioning coach as well. So I was assistant men's basketball coach and then the head strength and conditioning coach. Um, so I did that for two years after that. And, you know, during my time on the road and recruiting and, you know, just seeing the life of the the coaching life, it was just, it was something I was like, wow, do I really want to put myself in that position? Because I was seeing guys that were probably in their mid forties and they look like they're pushing 60. They were just stressed out and they just, they weren't healthy and, you know, all that stuff. So I said, you know, I'm going to step away from coaching. I want to see what I feel about that. And uh, I moved to Dallas, really didn't have a true plan. I uh, just moved. I just wanted to actually live in a, in a bigger city. And so I got a small apartment uptown and I started thinking a little bit more. I took some time off and, and I said, you know, why don't I just become a trainer and go work at, work at some gyms? Cause that's what I've been doing. I've been working with, you know, athletes and stuff like that. So in my eyes, I had a different view 
view of what personal training was than what reality really is. And so um, after going to a couple gyms, interviewing, and I had a different, a uh, few different offers, I decided to go with the, uh, of all of them, the uh, 24-hour fitness, which was the Magic Johnson 24-hour. And that's really what got me because it was just the, the, you know, sponsored by Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I ended up working there and quickly realized that, you know, personal training at a corporate gym is more like being a, a, a car salesman. And I ended up being the top uh, in, in sales in, in Texas and all of Georgia, um, but it was never good enough. It was just like, okay, uh, Cody, you brought in, you know, $15,000 in PT this month. Next month, you need to bring seventeen five. while the, the second, you know, highest was like 11. And all they cared about was just getting that next person in. Get, they didn't care about people's goals and what their health is or anything like that. And um, I was working with an amateur MMA fighter at the time, and he had a small business in Deep Ellum. And he said, Cody, man, you've got to get out of here. And during my time, I stayed at 24 hour for eight months. And so I first started off as a trainer. And then I ended up being the assistant fitness manager before I left. And I was pretty much in control of all the, the personal trainers and all that good stuff in the program. Um, but he was like, Cody, you've, you've got to get out of here. This, this just isn't for you. And, and I knew it. So I, he said, I'll give you a spot in my business. Uh, he had, I mean, I, I'm telling you, it was probably less than 300 square foot, but he was like, I'll let you have that for free. If you just train me for free. And I said, you know, let's do it. And that was, um, November of 2007. And so at that time I just turned 27 years old and I'm about to turn 39 here in here in just a few weeks. And so, um, I, you know, I went ahead and took a part-time job at Dick's Sporting Goods so that way I could get a discount on, on fitness equipment. <laughs> and what You're was planning, really, man. I like your thinking. You, you know? And what was really good about that was uh, a lot of people would come in and ask about, uh, you know, hey, what treadmill should I get or what ellipticals should I buy? Because they put me in the fitness department. And I would kind of, I know it probably wasn't the right thing to do by Dick's Sporting Goods, but I would say I would really talk them out of buying the the treadmill and I'd be like guys I know what this the end of this story looks like this treadmill is going to end up being like a clothes hanger six months down the road why don't you actually learn how to get healthy let me help you out let, so I've actually got a few clients out of Dick Sporting Goods from doing that as well <laughs> and so um, I uh, I stayed there only for that that November December and I remember uh, January 7th 2008 is when when I finally left, you know, everything and went on my own. And from that point, I had that little like 300 square foot space. Um, and then about a year and a half later, another gym opened up just down the road from me. And I had I had a lock on that area and I had a pretty good boot camp. What's funny is I really wanted to bring this up with you guys. I was listening to your guys' podcast um, when you were talking about the liquid energy and you guys were talking about that. Uh, what's that called? The, the Rough It, I think, the Rough It backpack or something. Rucking. 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 Yeah, the rucking. Mm -hmm. It it, it brought me back to... so I started back in 2008, I started what was called uh, the sidewalk boot camp. And what I would do is I, I went to um, one of like the dollar stores here in Dallas and they had these really cheap backpacks. And all the people that signed up for my boot camp, I would go and I found these uh, like the perfect size of like Tupperware and I would fill them up. I, there were two of them. I remember there were two of them and I would fill them up to uh, five pounds a piece of concrete. So it was 10 pounds total. And I would put that in 
in those backpacks. And then also that was the time when uh, TRX suspension trainers were coming out. Mm-hmm. And those things were are like, well, they still are. They're like $120, $130 a pop. And I had like 25 to 30 people in my boot camp class. And at the time, I couldn't afford any of that for all those people. So I went to Home Depot and I went and bought tons of rope and PVC. And I, I there was, so what we would do is we would jog two blocks on the sidewalk in a line, you know, kind of like, you know, the army, everybody's in a line. And then the next two blocks, I would do some type of a movement while you had that black, that bag on your on your back. Yeah. So you're carrying that 10 pounds of concrete with you and we would do, you know, lunges, jumping jacks, uh, you know, you name it, push-ups, whatever during those other two blocks. And so it ended up being three miles. And then we would end at a, uh, a covered parking lot. And I measured the height of the covered parking lot. So that way these homemade suspension trainers that I made were like the perfect length to where if we needed to do exercise where you put your feet in there or you want to do, you know, different type of rows, inverted rows, whatever it is, it worked out perfect. And I didn't have, and so those were stuffed in everybody's bags too. And they just threw them over the bar, and that's what it was. So when you guys were talking about that, it really brought me back to the to when I started making these bags for everybody. It was kind of funny. Um, but anyway, um, there was like I said, there was another gym that opened up, and they knew that I kind of had the boot camp thing going on and all the personal training. And they said, "Hey, instead of us going against each other, why don't we help each other? And we'll give you 600 square foot within our 4,000 square foot gym, and you help manage this location, and you don't have to pay us any rent." And because they had two locations, and I said, "Okay." So I went ahead and made that move. And at the time, the guy that was um, that I was training for MMA, he was having a kid, and it was it was about the right time to go ahead and and move on. And I stayed at that location for another year. And then from that point, I moved to a bigger location. And this, that, that one was my own. And that was about 1200 square foot place. Um, and in 2010, uh, ATI, which is like a technical community college, they, uh, they hunted me down and they noticed that I have my master's and, and that I have pretty much every certification through NESM. And they were looking for somebody to come and teach their NESM program, the National Athletic Keto, so or I'm sorry, National, uh, um, uh, National Academy of Sports Medicine. So um, they wanted me to teach their personal training program, and so I did that for two years. And I knew the end in their college or or, or their organization was coming because they were doing some state real shady stuff, and the the Texas Workforce Commission shut them down. And I knew it was coming, and uh, so I called NESM myself and said, "Hey, I've been teaching this for two years." Uh, I've got every certification under the moon with you guys. Um, you know, my my master's or my my bachelor's is in education, my master's in sports administration. And I just was like, what can we do to, to open my own school? And we worked it out and I was able to open up my own NASM personal training school in 2012. And so I moved locations and opened up a 4,000 square foot location in 2012 and took my name off of it. And that's when I started Next Rep Fitness in Dallas. And that's a 24 hour gym in Dallas and stayed there at that location for two years. And then um, five years ago, I moved into the location I'm at now. And I actually next week am signing another two year lease. So I'll be there seven years. Um, And this one's 8,500 square foot. And it's, you know, one of those real deal, old school, no frills gym. Um, You know, if you're a bodybuilder, we got everything for bodybuilding. If you're a CrossFitter, if you're an everyday person, you know, if you're an athlete, because I work with... I 
work with everybody across the board from from pro athletes to the everyday person um, to people that compete in in bodybuilding competitions and all that good stuff. So uh, I, I wanted to build a gym that could could give everybody all those uh, opportunities, plus have it be open 24-7 so that way there's no excuse at all. You can't tell me, oh, I, I couldn't get there before you closed. So, um, you know, I wanted to have that. So that's how the gym part of it and me um, working with NESM and having my own school began on that side of it. Now, as far as keto goes, um, so in 2000, like say 2014, well, just a little bit before that, I, um, my mother-in-law and father-in-law, they would always talk about, you know, they're in ketosis, they're in ketosis. And, and I really didn't know a whole lot about that. I remember, you know, studying a little bit about that, but really didn't understand it. And, uh, I was just kind of looking at the foods and I just really didn't agree with it. I just, I, I was like, no, there's, I don't agree with how you're eating and everything. And like, like I told you, I was a college basketball coach. And so I had access to a lot of, um, private forms and stuff that a lot of people didn't have that were either college or NBA. And at the time, LeBron James, when he was leaving Miami to go back to Cleveland, he wanted to keep his muscle mass, but he wanted to slim down a little bit. And so Michael, his trainer, um, put Carmelo and LeBron in the the same year on a keto slash paleo meal plan. And I got to see it before they published it all out. And when I was looking at that and studying it, I was like, wow, now this is something I agree with. I agree with how the foods are. Now let me understand what the hell is this keto thing doing? Like, what is it? What's the science behind it? So I understand the foods and I see what you're trying to do. And so in 2014, instead of me going out and talking about keto and just, you know, really being verbal about it, I really stuck my head in the books and started talking to different doctors and doing different experiments with myself or with clients for two years. And so in 2016, that's when I finally really said, okay, I, I'm going full, full blown um, coaching people in keto and really helping them because I really, I, I did a lot of research on it and was able to talk to a lot of doctors that didn't agree with it. And I wanted to hear why. And I, I got to listen to a lot of doctors that did agree with it and wanted to hear why. And then also different fitness professionals that um, they've used it for 20 years, but they only use used it for like your last three or four weeks uh, prepping for a show to cut down. And so it was really interesting to see these different theories. But yet when I was using it on my basketball players or um, people, well, it was more I was seeing the difference in, in the basketball players. I already knew the body composition was going to change in people that were competing. But my basketball players and endurance sports players, watching their energy levels after we were able to truly get them fat adapted, it was awesome to watch. And and um my, I, I kick myself in the butt now because I wish in 2016 I would have started a YouTube channel, you know, or uh, really did something on on social media and really talked about how I'm I'm coaching keto. But I didn't. I'm you guys here. I'm almost 40 years old. I really didn't think about social media. I just focused on my gym and focused on my clients, and that's really about it. Um, and so you know, we fast forward a few years. I've been doing this for a long time now, and um, about. Two 
two and a half years, though, when I moved my location to the bigger, bigger one I'm at now, I tell you, it was everything I could to just keep the doors open in my gym because, you know, bigger rent now and all that stuff. And all I focused on was marketing, marketing and getting people, you know, in the door so that way we could stay open. And then I was just focused on training my my clients. But I didn't focus on myself for, for a good two and a half years. And um, finally, it was about this time last year where I was out in Vegas and I actually ran into one of the players that I coached at Jacksonville College out of nowhere. And I'm like, Michael, man, what's up? And we take a picture and I look at it later on that night on my phone and I was like, good God, Cody, you have let yourself go, man. You have just really <laughs> let yourself go. And I was about two, the, 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 the largest number I saw on the scale was two. 55 for me. Um, and now, how tall I, are you, Cody, real quick? Well, I was, yeah, I, I'm six foot six. So, you know, I, I held it well, but at the same time, knowing where I have been before, yeah. I was like, wow, I've let myself go. And so, um, I said, you know what? I'm going to get back because even during that the course of that, I would go like I would be on keto for two or three months, then get off, and then go back on and get off. And but I never just said, okay, I'm this is my life now. And 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 finally last year, I said, you know what? I'm done with this. I know what's the right thing to do, and let's let's go, let's do it. And so I've been hardcore on the keto lifestyle personally myself um, for you know over a year now. And uh, the lowest I got down i don't really want to get too low but i have 221 just a, just like a month and a half ago but i like to stick between that 225 230 range um so anyway that's that's where that is but I wanted, it, it wasn't until I, even though I knew no, keto I, was so important and so um, it helped so many people that I've worked with, I didn't really know the true effects of it until I finally made that decision that I'm just going full full keto. And then once I saw the, 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 all the benefits, that's when I said, okay, Cody, I got to give, I got to give keto more of an opportunity and talk about it more because this needs to get out there. And during my whole time from working with people that compete um, to just, you know, people at the gym, I tell them about keto and I tell them, you know, I'm, I'm educating them about it and telling them, you know, you, you have 20 net carbs or whatever it may be for that person. And, you know, it's a real negative vibe. You know, when you're talking to dudes that are like trying to build muscle, and all, they're like, oh my God, I got to have 400 grams of carbs and I got to have 400 grams of protein. And so I was the guy, like everybody's looking at me like, dude, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, this is crazy. Like, this is, I don't know what the hell you're talking about with this keto stuff. Yeah, that hasn't changed. <laughs> no, no, it hasn't. And so in December, that's when I came up. So NACA, the National Athletic Keto Association, is kind of my my revenge to the fitness community. Like, it, I love it. it. I love it already. Because they're like, I think there's the fitness industry and then there's the keto fitness industry. Now, mm -hmm. I do think the keto fitness industry is lacking. And that's another thing. Like I just noticed that I would say probably 70% of the people that do keto just do keto, but they don't combine keto and fitness. And that's one of my biggest um, drives that I'm trying to show people that really take the true benefits of what a ketogenic diet or even a carnivore diet can do for you. Because when you can combine fitness into your life, that is absolute true health. And so uh, that between trying to motivate people to push their body to a different limit and then to prove to the fitness industry a life 
like, you know, people that were probably at Olympia this weekend and all that stuff. I want to prove to them that, hey, this works and it's not going anywhere. And NACA is going to be the, the, the forefront of all this. And so, you know, it was over Christmas uh, week of last year when, when I really thought about how I want to do this. And I worked on it for about three and a half months. And um, it was about, about, I think, April, I think, when I drove to Austin and I approached Goody Beats and I said, hey, man, here here's what I'm starting. And I started telling him about it, telling him my vision. And he was like, dude, this is this is awesome. I love it. And it went from Goody Beats to then I made a phone call with Robert Sykes. I'm telling him and he was totally on board. Um, and it's just kind of snowballed. And now we are coming to the first event on October 12th here in Dallas. And we've got some really, really, really big names and people that um, not only are in the keto space, but also in the keto fitness space as well. And that's that's really where I'm wanting it to go. Very, very cool. So um, talk just a little bit more about um, what's going to be happening at this. You know, it's more than just a, a fitness competition. Tell yeah. us a little bit about the event, what it's going to look like, um, uh, dates, all that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, and that is one thing that I have gotten a little bit of um, feedback from, you know, kind of like I said earlier, that a lot of people that do keto are, uh, you know, they've never been into a gym before. And so they've seen the flyer and it has, you know, body building real big on it. And I've had people be like, uh, well, yeah, I'm not really into, you know, bodybuilding. I'm not a bodybuilder, so I don't know if I should go. And guys, that's not, I like it is, that's not what it's about. That is an aspect of what this is. Um, we're bringing in, we got six guest speakers. We have Sean Wells, which he's going to be talking about, you know, the science of, of keto and how it works. Um, we got, uh, Robert Sykes. We haven't finalized everything that he's going to be talking about yet. Um, then we have Lauren, uh, Barry Hill. She's going to be talking about um, body dysmorphia more through, you know, the, the, with women and stuff. Um, let's see who else. Oh, we have William Schufelt coming in. Uh, still haven't figured out what he's going to talk about yet. Goody Beats is going to be speaking. He's going to be talking about your, your why. Like, why, why are you doing this? And, you know, going and finding your why in your life. Um, and then uh, we, we've been working on it and we finally got it, got it narrowed down. And I, I posted the other day, Danny Vega is going to be coming in. And he's going to be talking about his, I think, the 21, um, 21 rules about mu- uh, muscle building on, on a ketogenic diet. So there's going to be a that lot. That guy doesn't of, know much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He doesn't know much at all. I'm halfway through his uh, through his uh, workout program right now. And yeah, let me tell you, it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing. That's cool. That's it's cool. A beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I know um, uh, one of the guys that's competing in the competition, I think he's going through that program as well. And I mean, he's been, he's been having some great results. And he's he's truly dedicated to it too. I, I'm really I'm really impressed uh, with the collection of athletes that we were able to get at such a short notice, and the collection of athletes that want to be a part of it next year. Uh, I mean, I've got a lot of people that have said, both on the men and women's side, that have been like, Cody, I want to compete next year. I definitely want to do this. This is something I want to be a part of. And my overall goal, um, I don't know how likely this will happen, but I have been talking to. Uh, Robin Schweitzer with uh, KetoCon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been going back and forth on emails and text. And my my goal is to have have a NACA show at KetoCon next year, and um, then have the have the finals in Dallas about this time next year as well. So um, that I, I I'm I'm really shooting for that. I, I went live uh, last night telling people everybody every time every time KetoCon posts something, people need.
need to hashtag let NACA in. That's your hashtag. Uh, you need to write uh, let NACA uh, in. Because <laughs> I, I think it would be really, really cool to have that going on at, at KetoCon as well. Because it just um, it just brings a whole nother uh, reason on why you should uh, live that lifestyle and, and show that it, it really works, um, you know, not just for weight loss, but for muscle building, for overall health, for performance and everything. No, I hear you. And uh, I mean, obviously, we like we never really met each other. Like, I'll give you the, the, the five minute, not even five minute, five second background on me. I'm uh, 40 years old, uh, suffered from ulcerative colitis for most of my adult life, well, half of my adult life, to be perfectly honest. Um, avid weightlifter for probably about seven or eight years now, and just happened to, to stumble across keto and decided to give it uh, an eight week shot to see what would happen. This is like, you know, it couldn't make me worse. I was metabolically, metabolically busted up. So uh, that eight weeks was almost three years ago. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, Since nice. then, I re- I I, re- I reversed all my metabolic damage. I've been off medication for actually it's 500 days as of this morning, which doctor said awesome. was, was never going to be possible. Um, I you know I went from 37 years old, 200 pounds, avid weightlifter at about 27 percent body fat, where now I'm 40 years old, 176 pounds, and somewhere in the low teens. Nice. So nice. like everything you're saying like rings true. Like like everything that just clicked, my my metabolism healed, the weight shed off, and like the amount. The, the physical things that I'm able to do now that I wasn't able to do 10 years ago because I was so sick just completely, completely blows my mind. You know, like, I'm not a very big dude. I'm 5'8", you know, 176 pounds, but I got a, a 415-pound deadlift with no gear on at all. Just yeah. me, my hands, and the bar, you know? It, <laughs> so It's awesome, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's mean, great. It, it's just like, and I'm just, like I said, I went over the weekend, I went and out, you know, and I ran a 5K because it was running past my house and I thought it'd be a good idea. <laughs> yeah. You know, just yeah, silly yeah. stuff like that. And, and it's like, the mindset that changes and so like and, and everything that goes with that like the diet is such a small part of it like anyone that goes through any kind of health journey you learn so much about yourself and like while you're sitting there cooking your own meals from scratch and the amount of thought you have into it and just like so much of yourself comes out and like you like you're saying just the diet is such a small small part of it mm-hmm. but uh back to my original question you, you said competition and i heard you know athletic keto association so what exactly is the competition part so um, I I was really hoping this year we would have not only the um, the 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 bodybuilding part of it. So there's the men's uh, physique, and then we have women's figure competition. But I was really hoping that we could um, have I was going to call it the NACA Fit uh, Games, to where it's kind of like a kind of like you know the CrossFit Games. And I was wanting to have something like that. We just didn't have quite enough people to sign up in time to to really make that happen. But my overall goal is. Is to have enough competitors that are going to compete in both um, men's physique and men's classic physique, which those are two totally different different divisions as far as the way your build is and how you how you uh, pose and stuff. Um, and then also women's uh, figure and bikini. And then also I want to have enough um, competitors where we can have age groups. You know, since this is the first one, you know, it's kind of unfair to some degree, but uh, you know, we've got some guys in the 20s and some guys in their 40s competing, you know, together on, on the same stage this year, uh, just because it's just the first one and we didn't have that many yeah. people uh, compete. But next year is going to be totally different. So um, I want to have that. I want to have the NACA Fit Games. And then I also want to bring in one thing that's really big in the keto community that I've, I've seen a lot 
is um, powerlifting. And I really want to bring a powerlifting competition in. So, uh, you know, that's that's the overall goal. How how quickly we get there, I'm not for sure. But that's my that's my dream. That's what I see, you know, in my head when I think about NACA and what the competitions look like. And, I, and at the same time, I want it to be not only the competitions and the fitness, but I want I want also to have fun and have a lot of energy going on, but then also learn, you know, like, you know, that's why we have the guest speakers and all that. So I want people that, uh, you know, maybe intrigued in, in what this is doing and what keto can do or carnivore can do for you and have that opportunity to learn. So that's why I really think it'd be awesome to have this as part of KetoCon as well, because mm-hmm. that, that's what KetoCon is all about. It's all about the education. And then obviously they have the exhibitors and you can learn about new products. And that's what we're doing too. We're going to have exhibitors um, and, uh, you know, all that good stuff. Um, so I just think it would be an awesome, awesome little combination to, to bring, you know, hopefully in the next year, uh, you know, I, I hope that's, that's, that's the goal. Yeah. What, no, I think that's great. Yeah. It's really awesome. How about you? Why do I kind of get the sneaking suspicion that you are absolutely going to apply for one or both aspects of these com- competitions? <laughs> well, in, in man, like, I'm down for a lot of stuff, but standing on stage and posing is, I, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I might have to get talked into it's your cell phone camera and you're taking a, a shirtless pic there you go club, like you normally do it's well, the same no shortage thing of those. I'll give you with that. a bigger audience <laughs> yeah it, it's it's more acceptable now to wear you know longer shorts you don't have to wear a bikini on stage anymore right oh yeah, yeah no it, in the in the, the in the the physique it's all it's board shorts <laughs> board shorts yeah yeah, yeah. In, in in the in the classic physique they are all black um kind of like boxer briefs okay. that's what that's what they are that's a little better yeah. than the uh, the bikini brief style. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, nobody needs to see me in a speedo. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, yeah. a, I think you had a question. I, I'm just trying not to picture Alberto on keto at the moment. <laughs> Sorry about that. Very bad segue there. So, Cody, my question is, um, something you mentioned earlier on, which you were learning about keto, is that you wanted to talk with doctors um, who were pro-keto and anti-keto. And I know mm-hmm. that there are so many you know, different groups out there, different ways of thinking about it and everything. Tell me some of the pros and cons that you heard and what your overall evaluation ha- came from those discussions. So, the the cons that I heard were, were two things. There's no way that you can live healthy off of that low carbs. You, you need carbs. You need you need good complex carbs to be able to live and function. And then the other one was there's no way in hell you're going to function and live and eat that high amount of fat. And um, you know one thing that I've learned and and it, it's I'm really glad you guys have seen the the fat documentary. Um, and I'm glad he he talked about how many hours a doctor really puts in on nutrition in their medical schooling. I mean, my, my brother-in-law is a doctor and he, I mean, he backed up what that even said and they don't spend a lot of time on nutrition. Uh, it's 30 to 40 hours and credit hours and that's it. And so, you know, when I would talk to some of these guys and then what's, what's really ironic about it, I would say probably eight out of the 10 that I would talk to were very obese themselves and they ate just the regular American diet. But yet they're telling me, uh, you can't have these carbs, you know, you can't live without carbs and you can't eat this amount of fat and be healthy. And then you would have the, have the whole other spectrum, which totally agreed with how it worked. Um, but at the same time, they, they, they agreed with it, but they didn't truly, like, I, I can think of one, one person that really 
really understood keto. Uh, one one doctor here in Dallas that just really he got it. He understood. The other ones saw the connection and understood how it might work, but they didn't know anybody that did it um, or anything like that. So that's why once I started to kind of move from the medical field, then I started going into talking to other fitness people that have actually used it. Like it's funny. Uh, I don't know if you guys know he passed away now, but Rich Piana. I mean, this guy's known for taking every steroid under the sun. Um, but yeah. he he there's if you YouTube keto Rich Piana, he does go on there. It's only about a minute long, and he talks about I he he loved keto. He he loved uh, what it does for you. Now what he said is I don't think you can use keto to build mass. Now I think if you're asking me, Cody, can you build muscle on keto? A, I'm going to tell you absolutely you can, but you're not going to build muscle or hypertrophy on a strict keto diet. You can build strength. There's two different worlds there. Now, if you want to build size hypertrophy, you need to either go into targeted keto or cyclical keto. That's where you're going to build your your hypertrophy and your mass. Um, but I, I, for eight months, I when when I got back on it and I was 255, I went and got my my uh, RMR test where that's where you breathe into a mask for 10 minutes and it tells you exactly how many calories that you need at your resting metabolic rate. And I did my DEXA scan. So I was able to know exactly how many grams of protein I needed to take and then exactly what my calorie intake was at the time. At the time, I was burning 2,200 calories a day if I just laid in bed all day long. Didn't do crap. My body had to use 2,200. Well, I ate 2,000 calories a day for, for six months. And um, I was working out for an hour, about five days a week. So when I was working out, I was burning about 3,200 calories a day. So I was in a huge, huge, huge deficit every single day. When I went back to um, to get retested, I was in shock myself. To kind of go back to what you said about, you know, all of a sudden you're deadlifting and you're doing all these things at 40 years old. I was shocked because not only was I doing keto, but also um, incorporating fasting as well. Um, I didn't do crazy long fast. I was anywhere between the minimum was 12 hours every day, but I probably was more about 13 and a half, 14. And then I quit it. Um, but I did that to raise my human growth hormone naturally. And what, what was crazy and it shocked me is even at such a low, low deficit, uh, calorically, I still gained two pounds of muscle and I lost six, 6% body fat, but I still gained, gained muscle. Now two pounds isn't a huge amount because I was at such a low deficit, but at the same time, I still built muscle, which was it's crazy. There. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it was crazy. You know, you're taking in so so much of the amino acid, your leucine, that it's a muscle preserving amino acid. So that's part of the reason why when LeBron James and Carmelo, you know, their trainer put them on keto, that's the reason why they did that is because that preserved their muscle. Keto is the only only meal plan or diet out there that, that maintains your muscle mass while you're cutting. It's the only one out there. And I don't know why people can't accept that, but man, they have a hard time hearing that. <laughs> and, oh, science. Um, so kind of get back to what, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, kind of get back to what you're talking about with the doctors and everything. That was probably just the, the biggest pushbacks that I was getting. Just what, like, you know, there's some of my clients that I literally, I don't let them have more than 10 grams of carbs a day because they are so, so sensitive to any type of, any type of carb that they just blow up. Um, you know, it just kind of depends. Like myself, I can take about 60 grams of carbs and nothing, nothing really happens and I can still be in ketosis. But at the same time, I've been doing this for a long time and working out pretty intensely. You know, you can't be a beginner and just jump into that and do that. You're just not going to get the get the benefits of ketosis. You're not going to get into it. So um, yeah, yeah, that's kind of where, where it kind of came from. 
Yeah, and I get asked all the time, and kind of following what you were saying, uh, like you can't like the people ask all the time, like, can you build muscle on keto? And I, I give them the most logical answer that I can is is absolutely you can build muscle on keto. It is a painfully slow, slow process, mm-hmm. but it, it's like a true gain. And and there's no for me, there's the pump is twenty four seven. Like when I work yes. out, sure, I get a little extra vascular, but like like it, I don't go flat. You hear about those guys like oh, you know, after a few hours of the gym or later that day, like they go flat. Like there is no going flat. And I'm like sure, you know, like. I could probably be bigger if I was introducing more carbs, and and I've learned through experimenting that carbs do not agree with me at all. But um, but yeah, like as you were saying, like yes, yeah, you could absolutely build it. It is a painfully slow process, and the pump is there. And, and to me, the fact that I'm metabolically healthy and and just those facts alone, I'm like you know what, I'll pick my battles. Like I don't got to be the biggest guy, but I'll put my strength and my size up against anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and it's awesome over the over the years that I've been coaching. I mean, I've been coaching keto for six years, but you know, this last year is when. I said, all right, Cody, it's time. It, you're you're going full-time keto. This is your life now. Um, but I uh, over the six years, I've seen so many people's blood work just absolutely go in, in amazing directions for them. When, you know, at the beginning, when I started telling them about, hey, we're going to go keto and we're going to try this out for the next 90 days. And and they're like, what? We're going to eat that? Like, we're having 70% fat? No way. And then they're, they're just in complete awe. And then they're doctors. I love it when I get the response from the doctors. They're just like, hold up, wait, this is what you're eating and these are your lab results? No way. It's awesome. So um, one thing that that we always, when we we have someone who's into fitness, a trainer, you know, that, that does plans that we we like to ask. And sometimes this is that loaded question where you you just know that it's, you know, <laughs> that, that the answer is going to be eat real food or something like that. But do you have any go-to supplements that are keto-friendly that you either promote or um, for when it's applicable for your clients that you utilize? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I think those... Um those change the the supplements change depending on where you are in your keto journey or what your goals are um i think honestly at the beginning i try to just I, I really try to be as low uh, supplement wise as possible outside of like, um, you know, I, I personally don't like eating um, beef liver. So I, I have paid people just take the tablets. Um, so I want them to take them and a good multivitamin at the beginning mm-hmm. uh, because I want them to really learn how to do this. And I think um, it gives you the opportunity to really learn your body better. And then once you start adding like proteins, um, like I personally, don't like being on a whey protein for most people. Um, I like to be on a just a straight grass-fed beef protein. So um, that's why I usually have all my clients on uh, because just whey protein. A lot of people still carry um, a little bit of weight. Like even in you know bodybuilding stuff. In while you're cutting, you get off of all whey protein just because you, you just carry a little bit with whey. So I just I mean beef protein is just awesome. Um, but you know I work with American Metabolics uh, with Goody Beats and stuff. So. So I do uh, keto pump, and then also right now I'm also um, using the uh, with Dr. Jordan Joy the uh, the Archetype uh, Super Carb. So that's what I'm doing. I actually since the Super Carb doesn't have any caffeine in it, I actually mix the keto pump and the Super Carb together before my workout with five grams of uh, creatine, and so that's what I do. But I'm doing a targeted keto, you know, so that I wouldn't have somebody take the Super Carb if they just started keto. So that's why I say the 
the supplements kind of vary depending on where you're at and what your goal is, you know? So yeah, I mean, I could really dive into that a lot more, but the, in general, that's kind of where I'm at. Sure. No, I, I think that, that that mindset is right. And I do think that depending on what your goals are, the, the, the answer is always going to be a little more complicated than just eat real food. Although, yeah. you know, Alberto has, has coined the phrase and I absolutely agree with it. Steaks over shakes any day, all day long. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, right now I'm eating, um, well, just kind of give you an update. I, uh, I guess it's been, it's been about a month now. I went and got another DEXA scan and I did another RMR and my metabolism now, if you guys remember, I said I was burning 2,200 calories before. Well, now I'm burning 2,500 calories at rest. So now I'm eating 2,500 calories a day, but I'm doing a little experiment right now. Um, I'm on my fourth week, I believe right now. Um, I'm eating keto foods, but I'm not eating the keto macros, if that makes sense. So I'm eating right now 30% fat, 60% protein and keeping my carbs, you know, right about at once I do the net, because I told you I'm doing targeted, I'm getting about 31 net carbs a day. So I'm eating 2,500 calories. So I'm having about 340 grams of protein right now. And what I'm also using, um, I'm doing extended fast about 16 hours. And then I'm using uh, not the go BHBs, but I'm using the DBHBs. Me and Sean Wells, we talked about this a lot and talked about the benefits of a DBHB exogenous ketone. And so I might not be in a nutritional ketosis, but I'm on an exogenous. I got ketones running my blood uh, in my blood, but with the extended fast, that also helps me kind of get into a natural ketosis as well. So I'm kind of manipulating the two right now and trying to uh, work that because, you know, I'm sure you guys uh, listened to Robert Sykes talk about back in the day when he was doing his, you know, Western bodybuilding stuff and, you know, all that. It's a, a really low carb, low fat, high protein deal. Well, I didn't want to bring my fats down to 5% or anything like that. I still wanted to stay around that 30 to 40% range. And I wanted to see, I wanted to feel and see what the difference is. And, and it's been really, it's been really um, interesting. I can say it's, it's been, it's been good lately. Very cool. Very cool. Um, no, that's great. Yeah. And just to, just to throw it and you'll, you'll, you'll probably get a kick out of this. Cause like every, every year, my, my birthday was at the end of August. It's kind of like my goal day. So like, I always, so like, as soon as my birthday ends, it's like, all right, it, now, now like my hashtag it's growing season. And, uh, and like, it's, I talking to a buddy of mine and he's just like, Oh, you know, I'm going to do an eight week bowl with my son, kind of see what we can do. He's like, how long is yours? And I was like, I was thinking January, <laughs> but, uh, like, I, and I have yet to eat dinner, but you're going to love this. I have yet to eat dinner, but as it sits right now, I'm at 37. 118 calories, 301 grams of protein, three grams of carbs, and 271 grams of fat for the day. And I haven't eaten. Wow. <laughs> wow. And, and, and wow, Berto, man. You're, you're like 175 right now? Yeah. I think one, uh, last I weighed myself, I was at 170. I lost a few pounds on the hike, which I knew I would, but mm -hmm. I'm, you know, whatever. I'm not going to sweat it. It was like quite literally probably all water weight. But uh, before the hike, I was uh, somewhere between 176 and 178. And when I came back, I was 174, and I haven't weighed myself since. But uh, it's, wow. it's probably bounced back, I'm sure. Dude, I here. Here's the deal. I, I'll tell you. So when I took that time and the, the two and a half years off before that, I was training. I was going to be a spokesman for um, um, Jacked Up Energy, which is this crazy energy drink. But they came out with a uh, a protein shot that was kind of like a five hour energy shot, but it was called uh, Jacked Up MVP, Minerals, Vitamins, Protein. And I was going to be the spokesperson for it back in 2012, 13 ish, somewhere in there. And and when they approached me about doing it, I had 90 days to get into the most absolute best <laughs> shape possible. And 
Um, so I was like, okay, I'm going all in. I hired my buddy, even though I'm a trainer, trainers still, still sometimes need a little push. So I hired my buddy that competed and everything. I said, Mitch, man, we need to go and we need to go now. And so I was eating 5,500 calories a day. I'm doing, working out three and a half hours a day. I mean, my, my food bill alone every month was, was about $1,800 a month. It was stupid. And then the supplements and all that stuff. And unfortunately it, it was supposed to be in Walmart and we were going to have like this kiosk cut out of me in the aisles and all this stuff. And then that December, Walmart got a new CEO and they put a pause on all new products coming in. And I was so pissed off. And so, <laughs> so when, when I was 255 pounds this time last year, it was a true mental game because I was like, I don't want to work out like that again. And I don't want to eat like that again. Like it really took a lot for me to change my mindset into saying, okay, baby steps. I, guys, I tell you, if you saw my workouts I was doing literally a year ago this time, they were three times a week for 30 minutes and they were the most handsy, weakest little workouts ever. And now I'm throwing up weight. I've had three people in the last two weeks uh, come to me and 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 uh, say that I'm on steroids right now. Even my <laughs> best friend that he we talk on video chat and he hit me up last Saturday night. He's like, Cody, man, like, honestly, what's the deal? You're, you're, t- you're taking something. I'm like, no. I'm like, I will do blood work right now. This is all straight keto. This is fasting. This is me eating real food, you know, because when I was doing the 5,500 just to get those calories in, I was taking all these shakes and everything. And now what what my post-workout, I don't take a post-workout shake. I eat nine and a half ounces of ground beef with three eggs in it. That's my post-workout. And then it isn't until like three or four that I have that grass, grass-fed grass uh, uh, protein shake. Um, but yeah, right after, I totally eat for sure. That's very cool. I like it. <laughs> very cool well um let's see let's go ahead and recap real quickly so the uh, keto spectacular and fitness competition is october 12th in dallas texas at the nxt rep fitness location is that uh, yeah, all accurate let, let me um let me go ahead and say so it's uh we are going to have also another event the the 11th it's going to be a lift and greet so i'm going to shut my gym down for two hours uh i think it's going to be from six to eight uh so that way people can get off work but people that have registered, no, excuse me, registered to get tickets. Uh, if you go to NACAathletes.com, it's totally free to get tickets. Register, get your tickets. And all the ambassadors, um, you know, Robert, Goody Beats, um, I've got the Keto Hulk coming in. I've got tons of tons of guys coming in. They're going to be in the gym and we'll be, you know, anybody that are followers of, of everybody and myself, we're going to be in there working out. You can work out with everybody. You can come in and film, you know, and so it's a, it's a lift and greet. And I'm shutting nice. it down um, just for all the keto people that are coming in and, you know, for two hours. So that's going to be the Friday night before on the 11th. And then Saturday, um, we're opening the doors at 8 a.m. And Keto Chef Max is going to do a cooking demo at 8 a.m. And then about 930, 10 o'clock is when the, the, the bodybuilding competition is going to start. And so uh, it'll be the women's figure going first. And then in between, we are going to have uh, the Keto Hulk do some guest posing and then the men's uh, uh, physique competition will go on and then once that's over then that's when the uh, the, the six guest speakers are going to speak so that'll probably be about a four hour window of, of guest speakers talking and it'll all be in one big room it's actually not going to be at my gym it's going to be at the building next door which is about a 12,000 square foot facility and so people can go and check out all the exhibit booths and still listen to the guest speakers because it's all going to be in one one room at the same nice. time.
time. Yeah. And so, um, you know, we'll do that and then we'll bring all the competitors back up at the end and do the awards ceremony. And we should be done right around five, five thirty in the afternoon. Very, very cool. Okay, gents. Well, any other questions? So that was, uh, oh, so let's, let's go over the social stuff real quickly because, uh, like website where people, people can register to get tickets to attend all of that stuff real quickly. I don't want to skip over that. Yeah. Yeah. So NACAathletes.com and you'll see the tab that says, uh, tickets up there and it'll take you to an event bright again, 100% free. We've got so far about 150 people that's gotten tickets. Um, so totally do that. Um, and then if you you want to follow us on Instagram so that way you can get instant um, updates, just go to National Athletic Keto uh, ASSN underscore NACA. And then also you can follow me at Fit Keto Cowboy. Um, and I'm posting on both of them for, you know, all, all the, the NACA events and updates and all that good stuff. And then also the f- uh, two weeks following uh, at the same location where the um, the NACA competition is, uh, I'm speaking at uh, Allie Miller's book tour. So it's going to be uh, myself, Sean Wells speaking, Susie Bates, the owner of Poopery and Supernatural, and then Allie Miller, she's going to be speaking. And it's going to be more of a uh, private event. Tickets are going to cost 65 to 95 bucks, and there's going to be VIP and book signing and all that good stuff. And that's October 26th. And that, there's an event bright for that as well. Very, very cool. Okay. Well, once again, gents, one, one last time, any parting questions or any, anything else to add? I would just say, you know, kudos to you for just everything that you've done. And, and as far as you've taken and everything, I mean, you've, you've really uh, made an impact in a number of ways. So uh, nice work. And I hope everything goes well for you next month. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I'm really passionate about this. I mean, as you guys see, I didn't charge anything. I didn't charge the, the, the exhibitors to come in and sell their products. I didn't charge the competitors to compete. I'm toting the note on all this. So um, I, I'm passionate. I want this to, to happen and I want to really prove to the rest of the fitness industry that keto is real and and it's going somewhere mm-hmm. no that's great man i said like everything you said is kind of i love the stories of where and i'm sure there's a lot of struggles in there that you know that we're part of it as well but like everything that you've gone through and, and your whole journey to get to where you're at today was just almost like one of those that everything just kind of falls into place one after the other and you, and you position yourself in a spot to, to, to have these opportunities come up and, and that doesn't happen by chance and I had, a, I had a good friend who always told me you know what the harder you work the luckier you get and uh, I have yet to have that that fail me <laughs> yeah yeah totally totally believe that I, my my old high school coach said luck is labor under correct knowledge oh that's even better yeah, that's pretty, pretty <laughs> wait say that say that one more time luck is what luck is labor under correct knowledge huh yeah, I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. Uh, when, when you really stop and think about that, that really makes sense. Writing it down as we speak. <laughs> we just got one follow from uh, the Keto Cholo. That's me. And that was started as a joke at KetoCon. And it just kind of took on a life of its own. And uh, you, can, you can thank Chris for that mm-hmm. name. And like I always say, it's a crime that that name wasn't taken before I took it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's, well, that's cool. Yeah, let's recap our uh, our socials real quickly. Um, we have them all in the the, the links. If you go to thekitomansclub.com, you'll get links there as well. Uh, but uh, I'm Duckman Keto and Jim Jim Inman Jr. Jim Inman Jr. And then uh, the Keto Cholo already uh, kind of kind of promoted himself a little bit, which is I you know totally cool. <laughs> um, he he really he does post some great stuff, and that story will just continue to be amazingly funny to me. Um, I really do. I, I'm I'm mad that I wasn't able to get video of it. People keep saying, "Why wasn't there video?" And it just we need to re 
recreate it. We just, we do. It needs to happen. Yeah, we, we can, we can most definitely recreate it. <laughs> so just so we don't leave, so we don't leave Cody hanging. When we were at KetoCon, we decided to get barbecue and uh, KetoCon was over. I had to take my volunteer shirt off, wearing my dicky shorts, uh, threw a wife beater on. Uh, the only thing that, and I had the band, see, I had the bandana in the truck and I almost put it on because I always wear a bandana. I almost put it on and I'm like, ah, I just didn't. So I threw my sunglasses on. So there's me riding on this little electric scooter, uh, sunglasses, wife beater, dicky shorts, <laughs> and, and, uh, Converse All-Stars. Classic. Ripping down the sidewalk with my cute little bell <laughs> dinging at people and Chris just, Chris just couldn't get enough of it. <laughs> yeah. Something about a, uh, a guy who very much looks like a cholo riding on a, uh, on a scooter. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> okay. Well, um, to our listeners, uh, definitely check out the uh, website for links to the group, to the podcast, to our socials. Um, we have a Facebook page now uh, that you can go and like. So for our female members of our audience that uh, have just been listening in somehow, uh, you have a place that you can go and, and get more information. You can follow us on, on Instagram as a podcast at uh, Keto Man's Club Podcast. And uh, so we've got uh, quite a few ways that you can connect with us. So we even have a, a voicemail on and we want you to call and leave your questions uh, for us because at some point in the future, we might try to answer it my, ourselves or we might actually get somebody to come in and give us uh, some answers as well. Uh, and so uh, one, of, we've got one really good question so far and a few prank, call, prank, prank calls. So um, <laughs> you, can, <laughs> uh, you can call us at 512-518-6161 and leave us a voicemail and uh, your question, your comment, uh, whatever you've got, uh, we're, we're thankful for it. Um, lastly, before we sign off, uh, a gentle reminder, if you haven't taken the opportunity to leave a comment or to leave a review uh, and rating, uh, please do. Uh, on Apple Music, on, uh, on Apple Music, or whatever platform you listen on, if you have the ability to do so, please do. Uh, that just helps get word out, helps on the ra- on the rankings a little bit, and, uh, and all of that. And always share with those who you think this might be valuable to, which I hope would be any man, because I, you know, these conversations, I, I think they show that uh, any one of us can regain our health and uh, use keto to do so. Okay, we've gone long. Uh, Cody, thank you so much for sharing your story with us, and we're uh, excited. I am going to be looking into trying to get that Saturday off um, to... Uh, Road to, trip. To, yeah, to get up there to Dallas. Uh, I, I'm, I may yeah. have to swap days, but I'm just, you know, me and me and Berta are down here in Austin, so we're not far away at all. Uh, yeah, totally. I, I, I hope you guys come down there and, and definitely grab me. I'm probably going to be running around with a chicken with a head cut off, but hey, grab me and say, hey, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you for, for reaching out to us to, to let absolutely. us know because we could have totally missed uh, this and, and this is a great event to get to uh, to promote and to share. So thank, thank you Thank so you much. for having me on for sure. Absolutely. Okay. Well, that's it. That's it for this evening. Until next week, eat meat, lift heavy, sleep and repeat. Thank you for joining us for the Keto Man's Club podcast. Your support means the world to us. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Would you help us spread the word about the Keto Man's Club by sharing with your friends and family? We're available on all podcast platforms, so just search for Keto Man's Club and you'll find us. If you would like to connect with us, you can do so a number of ways. Our web address leads to our Facebook group, theketomansclub.com. That's T-H-E-K-E-T-O. M-A-N-S-C-L-U-B 
ketomansclubpodcast.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at Keto Man's Club Podcast. Lastly, if you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out via email to Keto Man's Club Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you again for joining us today, and we look forward to hanging out with you again next week.